the social introvert. Dismantle the deep state and reclaim our democracy from Washington corruption once and for all. And corruption it is. First, I will immediately reissue my 2020 executive order restoring the President's authority to remove rogue bureaucrats, and I will wield that power very aggressively. Second, we will clean out all of the corrupt actors in our national security and intelligence apparatus, and there are plenty of them. The departments and agencies that have been weaponized will be completely overhauled so that faceless bureaucrats will never again be able to target and persecute conservatives, Christians, or the left's political enemies, which they're doing now at a level that nobody can believe even possible. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 468. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you can get podcasts. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I Sid Davis. I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at Social Intro Pod. You can hop on TikTok and follow me at I Sid Davis as well. And I'll post music TikToks from time to time on our BYNK Radio TikTok page, which is at BYNK Radio. Sing your thoughts. You got any questions? You need any advice? Could be about anything. Don't hesitate. Send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com so yeah man um last week was pretty cool you know i was kind of surprised you know how it turned out because i was like well you know i normally do some topics that are going on here and there or i'm kind of behind on a topic but i like to save it for another episode and then i had a couple of emails and dms that popped up and I was like, you know what? Let me turn one of these episodes into an answer in DMs and emails. Maybe maybe I'll do something like that. And I guess from here on out, if I get enough, I'll do more episodes like that, I guess. I don't know. It'll it'll be properly structured better than that. But yeah, um, that was cool last week. I did get a new email asking me from, let me see. What does this say? Q Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Q dog eight four three, shout out to South Carolina. Uh, asking me at gmail.com wondering what do I think about the state of remakes and reboots? Um, I I hate them. Well, I don't. I thought I talked about this enough, but I just don't care for them. It's rare when it happens, and then I'm I'm for it, and I'm like, yeah, let's do it. You know, let's see a, a, a remake of such and such. Um, it, but. There's a lot of movies that have been remade or rebooted or on its way to be remade or rebooted, whatever you want to call it. And it's not necessary. We we don't need reboots of anything or what, what's the term? Requel. We don't we don't need that. Like 
uh, honestly, uh, we don't need Scream 5 or 6. I don't know why we have those. I don't even know why we have a Scream 4. But that's another conversation for another day. Uh, people like the movies. That's fine. But it's just, to me, the essence of what it was. And you can say whatever you want about Scream 2 or Scream 3. Because I hear different opinions from all over. You know, some people hate Scream 2, but they love Scream 3. Could be vice versa. Or they just love all of them. And they're just that person. Whenever it comes out, they just get excited because of the aesthetic of what the movie is and what it brings to the table, I guess. Uh, me, on the other hand, I'm not feeling it. The only remake that I vouch for and I back up is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What was that? 03, 04? Because I remember seeing that in the theater. I went on a date. Uh, <laughs> I went on a date to see that movie and she was super duper excited about it. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I vouch for that one. I vouch for a few others, but it's it's extremely rare. Like Scarface is one that I vouch for heavily. Another re there's so many other ones out there. Um, the Thing from 1982 that was a remake from a 50s movie, and John Carpenter's The Thing is beautiful, Chef's Kiss. But yeah. Uh it's just rare for me to really get behind a remake or a reboot. Apparently, we're getting a sequel to The Last Starfighter. It's a movie from the 80s, and I love The Last Starfighter. Uh, I, I'm iffy on that. I don't know why we need a sequel 35 to 40-some-odd years later. I don't think it's necessary. Maybe a series or a mini-series or something like that. Apparently, we're getting a Good Burger 2. Um, I, I like Good Burger a lot. Love Keenan and Kel. Uh, but if you know the the shit behind the the parting ways of Kel Mitchell and Kenan Thompson, after all of that, it's almost like, well, why does Kenan Thompson want to get behind Kel Mitchell now? Like, why does he want to? Why does he want to do this? What is his reasoning for doing this? Because one, I love Good Burger. It's silly. It's stupid. It's corny. Uh, to me. It's a well-written plot, despite all of the things I just said. It's a well-written plot. It's very competent. But uh, I wasn't the one that was ever looking for a good burger, too. Like, at all. <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. I saw the comments, and people were excited. Like, oh, my God. And I know I'm rambling at this point, man. But I know it's just for nostalgic purposes. Sometimes... It's okay to keep that nostalgia with you, and that's it. Just have the memories. We don't need sequels and reboots and shit to everything and bringing in legacy characters because it just deflates everything. But, yeah, I'm going to move on from that. I went to go see 65, Shazam 2, and I watched uh, the Luther film. The Idris Elba TV show got turned into a film. Uh, I guess this is to end the series once and for all, um, I like 65 a little bit, a little bit, but it could have been so much better. They did some things that I wish Jurassic Park would have done in their movies, but I just, yeah, I think the movie's like a buck 33 or something. Like it's a short film. 
and I wasn't mad at it, but I'm like, man, I, I was hoping for so much more. It's got Adam Driver. Adam Driver's dope. But the movie was just, eh, it's okay. Not too, eh, I, I don't know. I'm kind of... I'm kind of in the middle with that movie. I don't know. I'm 50-50. Shazam 2, um, it was okay. Um, I know a lot of people are complaining or like, why? It's a kid's movie. It, Shazam's a goofball. And I'm like, yeah, he's supposed to be. It's it's the new 52 Shazam. The new, the new 52 comic book version of Shazam is a goofball. So that's the source material they're going off of. Um, I don't have an issue with that. My only issue with this movie is I mean once the Flash movie comes out it'll just get erased it's starting over the new thing of DC and at this point I'm not really all into caring about what's going on with DC Comics let alone Marvel I I just don't give a shit I don't care anymore all these movies are is oh I'm gonna get excited when this movie comes out wait for the stinger at the end just to get excited for the next thing and uh, wash rinse repeat i i don't care anymore i i don't but um zachary levi was throwing shots at dwayne johnson because dwayne johnson apparently is only rumored blocked the shazam cameo in black adam uh zachary levi it is okay because black adam was uh dog shit and honestly, I, what was that that Superman cameo about? Like, what was that for? We didn't need that at all. That was, yeah. But anyway, uh, I saw Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. It's endearing. It's okay. The Luther movie was pretty decent. Um, if you're a fan of the TV show, you're going to enjoy this film. I know a lot of people just saw this and they were like, oh. And they watched it and... They had their complaints, and I'm like, well, you had to know about the TV show that's been on throughout the years for you to enjoy it. Um, well, not not necessarily, because there's a lot of stuff from his past that does come up in the film, but uh, for the most part, uh, it's it's a whole new storyline. It's a new it's a new serial killer that he's trying to take down, and. I thought it was good, man. I like British TV shows, so I'm not tripping. So, yeah, Luther, The Fallen Son is on Netflix exclusively. And I know the TV show Luther from uh, the British network or channel, whatever, BBC. Get your mind out of the gutter. I didn't mean it that way. Uh, (laughs) it, It was on Hulu and it's about to leave Hulu soon. And I thought it was exclusive to just Hulu. I don't know, but the movie is exclusive to Netflix, so I don't know if Netflix bought the rights to Luther. It's weird, I guess. I don't really have Netflix. I I had other resources of watching this movie. I I, I really don't rock with Netflix because they canceled the shows that I really like, like Santa Clarita Diet with Drew Barrymore. Um, They they, they canceled quite a few that I was like, y'all are big tripping. But anyway, let's move on to some music. That song that you heard in the beginning was an instrumental by E. Jones. E. Jones is one-ninth of the Soul Council created by Ninth Wonder. This is off of his, I think his Deadstock Volume 4. It's a beat tape. It's on streaming services. The beat was called Rooftop Summer. I love that beat. But the song that I'm about to play 
is from an artist by the name of Markeith Black. And this song is called Far Away. This is off of his brand new EP called The Party Part 2. Check it out. The Social Introvert. Once again, that's brand new from Markeith Black called Far Away off of his brand new EP, The Party Part 2. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Give him a listen, man. Check him out, man. He's got he's got a few EPs out here. Pretty dope. Um, the Party Part 1 is also available on streaming platforms. So check him out. So Donald Trump, apparently, uh, the, the evil overlord, the... I, I don't know, man. I, I, really, <laughs> I don't get it. So I paid little to no attention to this story at first. Then when they said that it was more than likely he was getting arrested Tuesday and he came out and announced that, I was like, oh, I was alert. I was waiting to see what was going to happen. I say, if this man gets arrested, th- this man has a following. Stop playing. Let it go. Just let this go, okay? Like, it's not that deep. I don't know why y'all dislike. It's a lot of y'all that hate this man. At first, y'all were in love with him. Y'all wanted to make money like this dude. You was viewing the TV show. That was before I knew he was an asshole. No, he's always been an asshole. It's It's just more on display. Like, we're seeing it more. He's always been like that. So I'm just, I'm confused. Listen to this clip. Um, I ran into this actually just on Monday. Check it out. Let's get right to Linda Schmidt. She's live in lower Manhattan where supporters and critics of the former president remain undeterred. Linda. The social social introvert. introvert. 
Yeah, hi there, Stephen Teresa. You know, when you talk about those uh, folks coming in, uh, coming down here or any other part of the city or even around the country for that matter, there are people showing up on both sides of the issue. But we are not talking about big crowds here at all. In fact, it is quite the opposite. Just a few people showing up at each of these lo uh, locations. In the meantime, the grand jury is meeting again tomorrow. Chanting, no one is above the law, a handful of protesters gathered again Tuesday outside court in lower Manhattan, some supporting Trump, others hoping the grand jury indicts the former president. I'm hoping uh, Trump is finally held accountable for the, the absolute anarchy and tyranny that he has created in this country over the past six, seven years. It's just horrific. The grand jury will be meeting Wednesday with Donald Trump's fate in its hands. Will they indict the former president in connection with hush money payments made to porn actress Stormy Daniels? Who the hell cares about Stormy Daniels? His, her lawyer, Avianati, went to jail. Cohen, a compulsive liar. Edward Shippick from Palm Beach, Florida, says he flew to New York in the hopes of being here when the grand jury reaches a decision. They just want to crucify this man for becoming president, for embarrassing the Democrats. Security is ramping up in anticipation of a possible indictment. Alina Haba is a civil attorney for Trump. She does not represent him in this case. She says his spirits are high as he is waiting it out in Florida. He's the single most resilient person I've ever met. I'm lucky to call him a friend. Monday night on his Truth Social platform, Trump once again denied any wrongdoing. Whether it's the Mar-a-Lago raid or the unselect committee hoax, the perfect Georgia phone call who was absolutely perfect, or the stormy horseface Daniels extortion plot. They're all sick, and it's fake news. And getting back to security here in the city for just a moment, police say they are prepared for whatever could possibly happen. Back inside to you. All right, Linda, thank you. And since then, we haven't heard anything about him being arrested or... Maybe he has been arrested and they're just waiting for him to be indicted. I don't know what's going on at this point. I just know that all of this is strange. They're doing anything they can to keep this man from running. He has money. He's going to run, whether you like it or not. Him losing doesn't mean a thing. Him winning doesn't mean a thing. He's the only thing that stands a chance between two of these parties that just go back and forth and don't mean anything good for us at all. They don't they don't want to see us doing well at all in life. <laughs> and he's the one that stands in the way of that. That's not me supporting the guy like that, but if you sit down and critically think of what's going on, then yeah, that that is the case. He's the only one that stands in the way of both parties. But hey, you can't tell anyone that and like, oh, he's hateful and he's a tyrant and he's the worst thing since Hitler and I'm like look fam unless he's I can't compare him to that that's going a little too far but there was a, a scenario that I ran into on uh, let me see here this is on oh bbc.com oh what do you know fingerprints in a mugshot what happens if Trump is arrested 
What is he accused of? I'll get into that real quick. In 2016, adult film star Stormy Daniels contacted media outlets offering to sell her account of what she said was an adulterous affair she had with Donald Trump in 2006. Daddy Trump, team, I, they didn't put that in there. I said that. Daddy Trump team got wind of this and his lawyer, Michael Cohen, paid $130,000 to Ms. Daniels to keep quiet. This is not illegal. However, when Trump or Daddy Trump, Daddy T, reimbursed Mr. Cohen, the record for the payment says it was for legal fees. Prosecutor says this amounts to Mr. Trump, excuse me, Daddy Trump, falsifying business records, which is a misdemeanor, a criminal offense in New York. So that's just the that's the basic gist of it. Can he still run for president? An indictment or even a criminal conviction would not prevent Daddy T from continuing his presidential campaign if he so chooses. And he has given every indication that he will keep pushing ahead regardless of what happens. In fact, there's nothing in U.S. law that prevents a candidate who was found guilty of a crime from campaigning for and serving as president, even from prison. Daddy Trump arrest would certainly complicate his presidential campaign. However, while <clears throat> excuse me. While it may cause some Republican voters to rally around their embattled champion, it could be a significant distraction for a candidate on the campaign trail trying to stump for votes and participate in debates. It would also deepen and inflame already sharp divides within the American political system. Conservatives believe the former president is being held to a different standard of justice, which, oh, while liberals view this as an issue of holding lawbreakers, even those in the highest positions of power, accountable so yeah it's kind of basically and and then it goes into will his fingerprints be taken and yeah he's going to be booked and processed obviously but um so there's a case of him still running regardless but it's more of a challenge for him to go to these rallies i i don't see anything coming from this this man is still gonna he's He's not going to get arrested and thrown behind bars. He's still going to run. And there's a possible chance he could win. There also is a possible chance that he will not win. Who knows? But he's going to run regardless. And there's nothing you can do about it. There's a bunch of... We going back to another four years of people crying and complaining and calling him a tyrant and the worst thing since Hitler and Mussolini. And I'm here for it. I can't wait. It's going to be hilarious. At this point, I'm just here for the memes. I want to see the jokes that come from this. I want to see the tweets. I want to see him. Has his account on Twitter being reinstated? I don't know. If it has, or it will be, I'm pretty sure it will be uh, once he starts running again. I Actually, no, that's not true. Because there is this battle between the government and big tech. But who knows? I don't know. Everything's in the air at this point. I just know that nothing is going to come from this. It is possible that he will get arrested. Then there's a possible chance where that shit is just going to fall through and he's going to continue and push him forward to run for president. But with that being said, uh, that wraps this episode up for me. Uh, more content on the way. Terra Dome Highway podcast, a horror movie podcast, releases April 1st. Can't wait. I'm excited. Ten episodes. Uh, this is going to be a seasonal podcast, so ten episodes only. Um, let me see. And after that, I guess I'll be back in. Let me see. It starts in April, April, May. I'm going to take a couple months off and then kind of come back in September for season two. 
it, just in time for October because, you know, it's spooky season. So it's only right that I start season two around that time. I don't know the theme yet, but I already have the theme for season one. It's dedicated to Wes Craven. It's various films that he's directed and, and written. And there's one in there in particular that he produced only. I uh, can't wait to talk about that one because I thought it was the coolest shit when I first saw it. Now, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> You'll find out what it is uh, once the season gets going. But with that being said, thank you for listening to episode 468. Real quick, shout out to 12 Kyle. Shout out to the John Effect podcast. Shout out to Random Tandem Conversation Con Artists. Reasonable Ignorance, Ignorant Philosophy. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK fam. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. And shout out to Whitney and Rose the Artist from the Sex with Friends Podcast. Also, last but not least, shout out to Robin Mortal, Jasmine Blue. Those are BYNK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to BYNKradio.net. Go to the lifestyle section. Scroll down to you see social introvert. We also have two radio shows that you can check out every week, which is Thursday Night Lights. It premieres every Thursday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time. Hosted by Cole Jackson, one half of Government Name Podcast. And on Tuesdays from 8 to 9 p.m. Central Time, you can listen to Rain Coleman on the Late Night Rain radio show. Man, uh, such a good time. So if you want to, on Tuesdays and Thursdays around those time slots, go to bynkradio.net. Go to the top of the page at the header and press play. Enjoy yourselves either on your phones or your desktop. Doesn't matter. You'll have a great time regardless. Uh, update on the Sid Davis radio show. Oh, my God, I'm done. It's it's done. It's done. It's complete. I said, give me time. I said, just give me time. I promise you the Sid Davis radio show is is imminent. It is inevitable. It'll happen. I promise. And that promise is kept. And it'll be here very, very, very soon. Uh, Right when I get into the Terranome Highway podcast, once I get real good into the the first season of that podcast, I'm just going to announce the date for the radio show. Um, updates on home on home it is is complete home is set so um, once I get everything situated and set up the Sid Davis radio show will begin I can't wait I still got to think of a day on when I want to do the radio show I haven't even thought about it I should have but I've been focusing on the type of music that I want to play and stuff like that and I don't know but yeah um Yeah, with that being said, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. And if I drop an episode tomorrow, then tune in tomorrow. If I don't, I will see you guys next week. Peace. The Social Introvert.
WYKA for radio.